All right, you want to do the song or what? No such thing as art. Hello, hello. Damn seagulls. That's right, damn seagulls. Hello, <laughs> hello. hello. This is uh, Ross Huff. Yeah, you are. And Tommy here as well, and we I'm are not, no such thing I'm as out. Here. He's not here. He's far from here. And <laughs> uh, we, uh, we're we back here with uh, Hayden Fredrickson and Jim Barry, and hello. we are going to do some beers yeah, you guys can uh, talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't so know. So on the first headless interview, we were said we were told to don't talk, but then talk at a don't, certain point. Yeah, and then we kept making eye contact, and I leaned forward three, four, five times, and I just, I just stayed silent. So no, you're talk? fine. Yeah, Should I announce the beer, or do you want to do it? Um, first, first, let's go into a couple things we. Have yeah, yeah, we're a couple, uh, so a couple <laughs> cur- like uh, local events. I'm doing a horrible job kicking this episode off, but this is why we let Ross do it. Yeah, that's why because that way he can just blame me. He gets practice, and then I don't have to take the heat for it. Bingo. Bingo. Perfect. So we're a good team. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we have uh, actually, I just wanted to mention uh, every Monday down at the attic in Menasha, um, that's 200 Main Street, downtown Menasha, we have a open mic that is uh, st- uh, doors normally open around 6, 6.15, and show starts at 7.30. We have a weekly writing topic, yep. and uh, it's a lot of fun. You guys should come down. That is uh, no such thing as art. Just started sponsoring that. It's been something that we've had going on for a while but we're trying to breathe a little more life into it and uh as well as the showcases down there at the so end Russ, as well. let me ask you this i've always been interested in getting into comedy i've never really had the faith in myself to do so would you say this is a good atmosphere to start doing that i think so yeah i really do i think uh i think there's at times when we have someone new come to an, uh, a mic like this we tend to be Harder on each other just because we we've heard each other's acts so much. But when you have a new face, it really breaks up the room in a different way. And I've seen it happen time and time again where we've had new faces show up to the attic. And uh, but don't expect it to be that way every time. I think it was no, it was I. Yeah. I think I think it's back and forth. I think the writing challenge has definitely made it. Um, a lot more fun to see everybody what what they're gonna do for napkin jokes for that. And uh, it's definitely it ne- it never ceases to amaze me the. Um, just the different kinds of humor that everybody has and how they approach the right yeah, yeah, challenge. different perspectives. Back yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and to clarify for those that are not clued in, napkin jokes means like, I don't know, like Rodney Dangerfield esque kind of jokes. Yeah, just very, like, very short and uh, jokes you no, yeah. no respectable my, comedian would do at an actual. My leadoff uh, tomorrow is mwah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the most napkin of napkin jokes. What's the running it's, topic, by the way? It's got the setup, it's like the typical joke setup, and then just the classic misdirect. It's such a dumb misdirect. <laughs> What's the running topic for tomorrow, by Chiropractors. Right top, topic is chiropractor. Um, that who? That will be chiropractor. Chiropractor. Oh. I, I told you. I already. I already <laughs> said. Let's crack some jokes. I said this will be an adjustment. I've done them all. I'm the way out of the off the table. He hit a bunch of them right away. <laughs> I was walking out. I was just bam, yeah, bam. Yeah. <laughs> you were on fire, and you, Adam. Adam was definitely my co-host. He was definitely. Uh, 
he was definitely a little jealous of the dad jokes that you were whipping out there. <laughs> well, I think I think I can speak for everybody in the comedy scene that we're just happy that Hayden's showing up to stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough. Dude, dude can I, before we, there's a running bit that I just don't show up to stuff or that I don't get booked to is like my favorite thing. There was like, man, you'd know if you got work. I'm like, you guys need to stop. But this is nagging me so hard. <laughs> Hayden's like that kid in class where you're like. He's so easy to make fun of, and he also gets so riled up by it. <laughs> so it's like you would, we would, it wouldn't be so fun if you just like didn't care. So you asked the first movie what got into comedy that I got bullied a shit ton. <laughs> as if like I just learned to deal with it. So the the first rule, uh, and, and especially the mill I work at, but a lot of places is. Don't show them what hurts, man. Oh. That's a- <laughs> I've opened up. I literally, I went, I don't like being called fat. I don't like when people tell me I don't write, and I don't like when people think I'm not a good comic. And I went, yeah. here, shoot me. Yeah, that's I, good. I remember, that's fuel, man. <laughs> I remember just just because I know I, I know how you are, and you asked me how, how everything went after you left the show, and I said, oh, there was a lot of people coming up, and they said you were their second favorite <laughs> yeah, comedian. Like, <laughs> such a dig, dude. Ross is like the one one comic that I'll be like like semi-vulnerable with. I'm like, I don't know, man. I felt like it was kind of rough. He's like, no, people said that you were like you were okay. Like they're like <laughs> you did all right. I was like, you oh, were okay. absolutely one of the comedians. Yeah. <laughs> you were on the lineup. That was, uh, <laughs> you did your time. Yeah. That's, and that's all we could say. Hey, I saw yeah, you, man, hey, you were part of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was at that train station show, and that was that was a blast. Uh, that yeah. actually you did you did very well at that show. There was a uh, hand. It went back and forth, but um, that. Uh, but when newer comic got a chance to get up, uh, what's his that. name? Faison. Faison. And uh, boy, did some of his humor definitely uh, shock some people. But <laughs> I think that's he's, a nice way to say he yeah. said the N word on yeah, stage. So oh, I just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I don't think no, I, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't him. That was the Jeez, other comic. Jeez, everybody. That was, that was yeah. the comic that books that show. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> did he? Who shall remain nameless. <laughs> but everybody, uh, everyone knows. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we definitely, yeah, uh, we had fun with that show. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was uh, tight quarters and stuff. We talked about it a little bit the uh, the first half of this episode. Um, speaking of shows coming up, we actually put on a show at the Jam Rock in Green Bay, um, and that uh, that we actually have our favorite person to talk shit about, Sean Patrick Moore, who's going to be in town. Well, that fucking guy. That show. Wow. Yeah. How's got, he going to get back here with a broken van? There's, he, uh, I guess he's getting flown out here to. Uh, Host an open like cargo mic, plane. The uh, Calaveras Fine Fusions. Oh man! And so so are you? Are you? Are we sponsoring that show? Um, that show we are. Yes. He's going oh, really? to host an open mic. So yeah, like yeah he's he's band. coming back for uh, Calaveras, uh, which will be the seventh of April. So <laughs> ne- ne- next month when I host the Lyric Room, I'm gonna be like, yeah, buy me a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Appleton and Green Bay. I want to fly. Pay <laughs> <laughs> um, for my Uber. Yeah, maybe we can do a podcast uh, in that room yeah. before the show. Yep. Not involving him. Not involving him. Everybody but. We'll <laughs> That'd be sure. cool. <laughs> he be just cool keeps get, not letting him what. in. It'd be cool to get every Comic-Con except him. Yeah. You start hearing his voice come through the mic, and you just immediately cut all recordings. <laughs> you just hear me slap the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the yeah. longest-running bit on the podcast. <laughs> so, so, like, so we de- uh, he's actually not going to be headlining that show. He's going to be... Uh, Featuring for uh, Christopher Olson, actually, who is a comic who's been in the area a long time. He was one of the guys when I started that really uh, stood out to me. As so, uh, uh, what else? What else? You we, got another event yes, too, right? Uh, actually, um, I I don't, but uh, our guest Hayden here has an event, um, and this kind of rolls into we'll roll this right into our beer tasting. But at April 9th at Barrel Forty One, the show starts at eight thirty. Uh, you can get your tickets online at www.barrel41.com slash shop. 
you want to talk a little bit about that or we it's going to be fun we've got some comics from chicago coming up and they are gonna grace the tap room and it should be very fun we've had a couple good shows and they've always sold out so it should be very very fun on a saturday night how much are tickets for that ten dollars online 15 at the door okay very nice. cool it's worth every penny. It is, and I, I, I had to do that show, and um, it was such a pleasure. Like that room was so, so kind. Lance Yoder was actually in that room. The show oh, I did. Oh, oh I bet boy, you do I know it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's clip was unusable because like he was. <laughs> oh my god! And you can talk sh- as Lance. much shit about Yoder as you want because he, he doesn't know how to turn on a light switch. Yeah. So. His mom has to ride a bike for forty-five minutes for him to listen. To a few minutes. <laughs> That's so stupid. What a and hack I, joke! I don't care. He's Amish. <laughs> yeah. So oh yeah, sorry. He's Amish. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Sorry. Or excuse me, he's a Meta Knight, but you know, Mennonite, close yep. enough. He's a <laughs> version of Amish. <laughs> he doesn't. He, okay, so yeah, Amish he doesn't like electricity, board. and he can't make a cabinet. <laughs> he's not good at furniture, yeah. or <laughs> yeah. he can't make those magic fireplaces. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, that dude. Sometimes it's nice to have him at the attic because um, he oh, is one know. that will laugh. But then there's also <laughs> he'll laugh at a something setup. that Ross needs. Yeah, to and you're like, I, I need that validation. Um, <laughs> oh, me too. That's what I try to become. Say, that's a terrible segue yeah, into our honestly, beer. Oh yeah, April 9th, <laughs> Saturday, Barrel Forty One. It's a brewery. It's and a speaking brewery. of breweries, there you go. Hey, hey, Ross, I've been thinking about getting a new guy to fill in for him. I'm expensive. But yeah, I was gonna say. So, anyways, we we have uh, this one is actually called third anniversary, and I'm guessing it's because it's. Their third anniversary. That's a very astute observation. Oh, is it? It's, it's a stout <laughs> observation. Oh, come on. Is it, it the third anniversary it. of the worst financial decision of Hayden's life? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I'm not in the. I didn't get to invest. Yeah, I, I know. That's up. Up. Yeah. They offered me there's an investment. I was, coming, broke. I would say there's a roast joke coming about that. Don't worry. About me not investing in this yeah. or what? This guy's an idiot. Hey, everybody! This guy missed an investment opportunity three years ago. Everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" No, it's just no, you should use it though. You should do that joke. No, I think it'll, <laughs> you only get five. I think this is a good use of it. Yeah, he's already thinking like perfect. So like, this no one packs a punch, huh? Oh no, I know what you're gonna. You'll, you'll get me. Wait, what? This one packs a punch. This one packs punch. I had their second. I had uh, two or three of their second anniversary beers, and I like kind of browned out at Thanksgiving. Those, uh, Are they same? Yeah, they're always an imperial stout because they start aging it. I think like six months before the anniversary, okay. they'll put it. They'll like start getting it in there, and then. Uh, yeah, and then they're very, very thick beers. Like, it's yeah, a very, very dark. Thing. Sorry, here. Do you yeah, want me to open it on the mic? Go ahead. Oh, wow. It's that good, was good. Holy shit. Right we got a couple of good ones from Alex. Yeah, that was fun. Nick Fleischman's yeah. interview. He was, that one really had some, professional that one had some pop. That had some oh, he sizzle. knows how to stick the thumb in there. And yeah. Really oh, yeah. He's, that's yeah. his thing, man. Yeah, he definitely, you can tell he's a professional at He used to do beer. it, like, for the... Big distributors Ooh, back in the day. It smells. Yeah. It smells strong. It is. It's. It's a mixed drink. It's yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, beefy. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> beefy. Beefy. <laughs> like said, full that. body. I, I browned out at a family Thanksgiving. I brought four of these. Yeah, I was. I brought four of these to Lucy's family's Thanksgiving, and I've passed out. We we're <laughs> we're watching Battle Bots. I was just blind. Oh my! Um, um, it does not. I mean, I'm sure if I took a big gulp, it would taste uh, stronger, but that wasn't as, like, harsh it's as smooth. I would expect. Yeah, yeah, smooth. Honestly, it's so crazy the, how smooth, like, some of these, yeah. like, stouts can The only thing that's on the can here is the government warning. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at the wrong side. Nope. It says here, 11% ABV. To celebrate our third year of beer at Barrel 41, we've brewed a thick, with two Cs, roasty and chocolate-forward imperial stout. Hand selected three unique barrels in which the beer was aged for ten months, and blended them together. 
Each year will get more complex and weird. We love doing this thing with you. Thank you. If, uh, yeah, so if you guys see, like, like... 32% Imperial Stout aged in a 12-year Elijah Craig bourbon barrel, 32% Imperial Stout aged in a Ledge Rock bourbon barrel, and 36% Imperial Stout aged in a Ledge Rock port wine whiskey barrel. So mm-hmm. that's... I taste that's that port. That, yeah. I do taste that. It also uh, says drink like responsibly. like that chocolatey kind of yeah. sweetness. Sweet comes in if you if you really like like talking like that craziness of beer and recipes and stuff nate the brewmaster at barrel 41 i genuinely sometimes i'll just like go sit i'll pull a stool up while he's yeah. working and just ask him a bunch of questions because like yeah. he genuinely like takes pride in the fact that they use like that barrel broker guy and they like try new things or mix different beers together because like that's i think that's the, his whole joy of owning the thing like matt and the other guys like run i'd say more the like i would say the day-to-day or like marketing sales all that stuff sure. his sole job is to push their beer list forward and just make it crazy good he has yeah. no other like i i mean and obviously I'm not. I don't work there. So I don't know the exact day to day responsibilities. But like, he's always pushing this stuff and like trying to do something crazy. That's cool. And like, we've had a chance to talk with him at Stout Day a little bit. But yeah, we definitely yeah would like to get those guys on yeah. and uh, funny to talk a little too. bit more. Oh yeah, definitely. More That's about. It's so cool to see all the all the people in the area that uh, that collaborate with these breweries too, and they're ones that definitely have no problem collaborating. And a lot of these guys I knew uh, going through Brigade and Camp Onaway actually. Yeah, so. It was cool to see those guys actually uh, step up and like do do some stuff like that. It was cool, you know. Like I I can't tell you how many because they they were all like I find this a lot in my life with with volunteering for Camp Onaway and stuff. It's a beautiful island on Chain Lakes, Wampaka. Through uh, um, the Boys and Girls Brigade hosts this camp, and uh, there's so much that you learn, so much. And uh, I I like saying that it's uh, men acting like little boys, how to teach boys how to be men, and uh, that's really kind of what what it is. And um, it's just cool to see these these boys grow up to be men and do shit. And I see that a lot now, the older and older I'm getting, which makes me feel my age at times when I hear Because my nickname up there is Rooster, so I hear a lot of, Rooster, you know. Like, oh, you turn around, like, it's a kid with a beard, and you're yeah, like, what the like, hell? Like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you shit your pants yeah, four years ago yeah, in the boathouse. Exactly. What the hell's going What's on going here? On Mind here. your tone. Dude, you know? straight up, I there was a kid There was a kid who was real young when I first started camp, and my sister's like five, six years younger than me. Yeah. And so he was like a little baby. Like, I was like, I like was his chief or whatever. Well, I, without a chief anymore. Yeah, I was yeah. one of his like tribe, <laughs> tribal leaders, whatever. Whatever. There's a Anyways, I had aged out. I'd been a leader for like five years when he was in high school, and the motherfucker kissed my sister. I was like, "Hey, hey, uh, hey idiot! <laughs> I saw you and you had swimsuit rash and you couldn't walk. You walk like a duck." And he's like, and "He's already trying to bang my sister. Like, what are you doing?" So <laughs> camps, awesome. you know, you get it. Are they dating well, them? No, no. I'd kill him. Right. <laughs> it's like the one thing I'm protective of. I'm like, please don't. You know, <laughs> don't like collide in those worlds. Well, and it's you can call me fat all you want. <laughs> so bang my sister. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to me. Deal. But you can't bang my sister. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Oh, what about man. me? You can't bang my sister. You can do whatever you want to me. <laughs> wink, wink. But you can't bang my sister. I don't know how how much clearer do I have to make this guy's footing. <laughs> Hayden is a hoe. <laughs> I'm a, I am a I'm a slut. Sorry, I just for laughs anyway. Oh yeah, sorry, that's on me. That's, that's that is Ross all. Was speechless for a second. I was like, I'm like, I'm <laughs> right, to, you're I'm the one that derails the show. <laughs> so that's hot, dude. That's <laughs> okay. you know, that's okay. Ross and I did the podcast last year. We did it in the car on the way to a show, and yeah. Ross and I did not have a single topic last more than no, a minute and a half no. because he'd be like, "Well, that reminds me of this." And I'd be like, "Well, yeah. that reminds me of something else," and we just ADD'd ourselves oh, all the way to Marshfield, Wisconsin. That's oh, the problem, man. Shit. All comics yeah. have fucking ADD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 talking about everything. Yeah. You literally went from Barrel Forty One to 
Yeah, it's Onaway. It's an Onaway. It's an island on the chain of lakes. It's, uh, we see boys grow into men. I was like, hey, the beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We were in the middle of a beer. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, I, was like, oh, no, shit. Shit. I watched the beginning of the I thought. Bet. Just Sometimes, watch it split I, Sometimes I just got to let it go. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I hope having like three these. of you guys on today, I've kind of just had to sit back <laughs> yeah. outnumbered at this point. <laughs> so uh, back to the beer. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I finished good. mine a half hour like ago. <laughs> so every year they try to do something a little more uh, like complex. Yeah, throw in like a different different style. I think they'll always do a stout. I don't know okay. that for sure, but like that's the style they like because it's, right, sure. it's the beginning of stout season, like yeah. early November, late October yeah. window. Um, and they always, I mean, the first year I think they just had that one barrel, one barrel age kind of thing. They didn't mix different ones. Last year it had like some nut oat. It was not, uh, there was some sort of nut variation in okay. it. Like they were getting into that. This year a little bit different uh, with the chocolate forward notes. So a little something uh, this different. This thing definitely carries. It sits. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I like it. Yeah, I yeah. definitely 11, enjoy it. 11% ABV. Yeah. So you I mean, it's very rich. It. Yes. yes. Uh, so, yeah, if it gets complex more every year at like year 25, are they just going to like, Gargle a few beers in their mouth and spit it in. Pretty much. That's, that's, that's like I drink that. Well, dude, that's, that's all breweries by twenty uh, thirty. Yeah, there was, there they're, they're going specifically for the bird feeding method. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it tastes like shit stout. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so there, much weird. Names. They're going to call it second generation. The fact that it's been through somebody else's right. mouth. Yeah. First. Yeah, it, it's aged in Jeffrey's mouth for the last eight years. We <laughs> <laughs> did this. No, he uh, he takes it from the from the barrel and then spits it into the tank. <laughs> Farm to table. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> ew. Organic means true, you don't trust me. No, yeah, sorry. I, I again, I should not be speaking on Barrel Forty One. I am their friend, not their bad. They're gonna be like, this is the worst branding that's. I've officially been banned from <laughs> the yeah, premises. They, they go, hey man, we're gonna go ahead and uh, quit the comedy show, and you're yeah. fired. <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna. Yeah, we heard Jim was on the next lineup. Yeah, Get him yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. The beer's yeah. very good. The beer is good. The beer is good. We like it. Awesome. The beer's I great. Love, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I do actually genuinely enjoy this beer. It's nice. Some of these stouts, uh, I feel like, are too heavy or they're like they're too forward on like one specific type of flavor, and I think this is pretty well balanced. Yeah, yeah. They did one called Pond Water. Yeah, that it's one like was a smoky oh, version. Yeah. It's like less. It's much less alcohol. It's like eight or nine percent. Mm. Kind of a smoky one. And then they have the beer there. They have one uh, cinnamon roll crunch. It's like a light porter that it's. I mean, honestly, it just tastes like a cinnamon roll. Yeah, like I have that half one. and half and a snifter, dude. Mm. It's like a campfire in a glass. It's fucking so good. Let's try that. Yeah, and that's uh, something that uh, I, I've learned recently. Actually, um, the guy from uh, the attic tends to do that. Mix some of the seltzers and stuff he has. Yep. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize you could really. I suppose, like, why not? I yeah. went to Lining Kugels. Uh, was that Chippewa Falls? Yeah. Uh, and they that was pretty big. Well, that, they're, they're all big into the like, shandies and stuff. So it's just yeah. like kind of making a milkshake or something at that point. Yeah. I don't love those kinds of beers too much. I like New Glarus's. Uh, not New Glarus's. I like uh, Lining's. Um, like when they're basic beers, like just the Chippewa Lager is solid. That's a great yeah. beer. But those shandies. Dude, I started out on like Lining's Red when I was like thirteen. Yeah. That was a good beer. Pretty good one to start on. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was fortunate to be stealing beer from my buddy's dad's bar. Like yeah, quality sure. beer? Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We had our fair share of uh, High Life and PBR, which is, you know. Staples. Yeah. Sure. That's, and then, uh, you know, the less fortunate days we end up with Milwaukee's Best or Hams. The Beast. You know, Hams. I remember Stroh's. Red Dog. Stroh. A couple Stroh's in hey, there. You know, Stroh's ain't bad. <laughs> I, like, and I, like, I like old style. We, I mean, my old family's from from St. Louis, so we're a, we're a Budweiser fan. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 
I definitely feel like Budweiser was always something I drank growing up. Like that was always what was around with who we hunted with and all, you know, wherever beer was to be had for me. I remember when Bud Ice came out when uh, I was oh. a kid, so like and my like parents were like all about that shit. Is that like it was their key stone? It's like Pepsi yeah, Clear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, oh, honestly, I, do, you ever, do you guys remember Pepsi I Blue? I didn't mean to derail. I was genuinely asking. Blue, do you guys remember, remember Blue, Blue Pepsi? No. I feel like this is a fever dream I had because I, I swear to, it existed when I was like six years old. I have never met anyone else that remembers what it is, but I swear to God it existed. And it, I, I think it was like a Blue Raspberry Pepsi, and I thought it was the best thing I've ever had. Huh. Yeah, and uh, didn't Britney Spears kind of push it? <sighs> if... Britney Spears was pushing something. I just wish it was me. Uh, did you oh, see the pictures she just posted? Hey, I was a little kid. I was, Give me that. Was my awakening. Give me that. No, Her and Austin Powers with the machine gun tits. Oh, come on. Yeah. So, come on, man. I'll oh, bust my God. It now, if have, you show me that. Have you seen her recent Instagram photos? No. It, no, they're not. scary, dude. She she, she was looks trapped unhinged. in her fucking yeah. house. Yeah. I mean, no, when no, she would no, get on this the- is out on a beach naked. Oh. What? Yeah. And people go, hey, free Britney. I go, hmm. Hey, Jamie, Jamie, pull that up. Could we have maybe met in the middle somewhere? Could we? Could well, we, I think yeah, the yeah, I, yeah. Jamie, could we? Show me your Britney Spears boob. Pull that up. <laughs> pull that up. <laughs> Where's the, yeah, where is the projector screen sitting here? That would be fantastic. It's upstairs. We haven't hung it yet. Uh, yeah. I, I, it was crazy, though, because I did, I did see something, a little article. And so, of course, I had to go on Instagram and look up. Britney Spears Instagram account, Na- sure shit, like yeah. Naked I mean, she was covering herself. She was sure. holding, you know. But uh, huh. a, a friend of mine on Facebook reposted her pictures, so that's how I was made aware of it. Was it Sean? Yes. <laughs> Sean was actually selling pictures of his uh, um, hemorrhoid to help with his oh uh, his um, van. Do people want so, that? No. So it, it that's became- just another reason I'm never going to have him on this podcast. Here's what I would do. Here's I won't I, talk I'm to Sean, anyone with hemorrhoids. If I'm Sean, Sean, this is for you. If I'm Sean. I'm texting everybody a warning shot. Yeah, I yep. say you have ten minutes to Venmo me three dollars, or you're getting a picture of my hemorrhoid. Everybody's go. getting it. I'll multi-text everybody. See, I'll, this I'll guy's not even. Email. This guy's not even in a hard spot in L.A. right no, now. No, no. Yeah. That's just his normal brain. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> that's <laughs> I know how to make money, dude. <laughs> he was like my tire broke. What do I do? I went. I don't know. Go sell cans and then get a hotel room for the night. I, like, there's a lot of things we can do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you got? You got any more questions for these guys? Yeah, or is I, that saying, it? I, I wanted to bring it back around to comedy. Um, yeah, I think like that we haven't true. really talked. Well, um, about I think a good place to jump hand. back in maybe would be uh, to tell us where Jim's headed. You left us suspens- yeah, yep. suspensefully yeah, hanging at the end of the last one. At the end of the last episode, we had talked about Jim moving off. Uh, where are you going to be moving to, Jim? Oh, well, we finally got back to my favorite subject, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> every comic I've ever known has said that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been, uh, I've been living up here in, uh, the Green Bay, uh, Fox Valley area for, I don't know, last like six or seven years or so. Um, and, uh, yeah, moving to the city of Chicago. Nice. Uh, what are you going to do, uh, do down there? Um, same you shit f- I'm doing here. Just, just doing more comedy. <laughs> yeah. Just being, just, uh, fa- yeah, just getting zero to, to minor recognition. Um, <laughs> and, uh, failing in front of audience of strangers, uh, for a while until people maybe pay me twenty dollars to do ten minutes. There you go. It's okay. Don't I know you're undercutting yourself, but genuinely, you're leaving. I think that not a lot of us, besides Sean, have actually like left the scene to a bigger scene once they have an established act, and we don't know really how that plays out. Like because even Sean said he hasn't really gotten into the scene no, yet. He hasn't, so yeah. I think genuinely you'll find more paid work faster. Like I I know there's a lot of Iowa comics who've made the jump to Chicago, Milwaukee, and instantly are like some of the better in the scene because they have an established act. They're not yeah. having to hone it in front of people. Because I think that's like 
a problem is not a problem, right? You can wa- it's nice to watch people grow, but sometimes if you're bad for a year and a half to yeah. two years, people are like, okay, he's just bad forever. Like, no, it's kind of nice to show up off the and just have your act already, right, or at least yeah. somewhat like they know that you're good. I think you, I think you and Jack are gonna hit paid work much faster than you think. I think it'll be yeah. very fast. I, yeah. I, it, it, I do think. Um, I mean, I'm very grateful for for Appleton because um, I, I truly do think that this was a fantastic place to start. Uh, doing comedy because yes. it's not yeah it's definitely a, um, easy uh, here a better a more user friendly way to cut your teeth in the yeah scene well because yeah that you you can die a horrible a death you can say a ho- you can you can say the worst joke that you wish no one ever heard and the good news is no one heard it <laughs> <laughs> can, can I counter you on this though yeah the one reason I like this I, there's two reasons I like this scene quite a bit for cutting your teeth or I I think. A contrary to that there are people who will see you at multiple places so there is yeah. a little bit of risk to it you're like man you might see the same person at three four shows it does push you to make sure. your act better all that stuff yeah. yeah person in a big city like you could eat dick run three blocks down and you'll never see that person again in your life like we have yeah. a little bit of repetitiveness here but also i think part of the reason it's so fun to cut our teeth here is because like even i don't know when i started it was still like we're it was already had grown from the first time i did it yeah but, like we've kind of grown this thing ourselves like between us Definitely. three jack like jack and maybe three or four others have really tried to book rooms push mics yep. show up to things like it, it's, there's a mass exodus that happened oh, no. yeah. been one thing yeah. that's been really cool for me like having watched it from back when sean was first getting involved and um, yeah because you lived in a uh he was your roommate right yeah right we lived together and then like tyler uh tyler was Sitar. around then and, sure um, you know not very many people and it was a very scant scene you know there was two <clears> spots that anybody could go to do comedy and they weren't you know it was like the depths of a Tuesday night and and that was it, you know, and these guys really worked. A lot of people put in a lot of work to start building shows. Yeah. And, and having, uh, other, uh, venues to do it. And, and it's cool for me to go from that point to have this conversation with you guys and talk about, uh, the various open mics from here to green Bay and the Valley and like the support systems in place, you know, to not only like keep you with it, but to, help you grow too you know help mm-hmm. you get better it makes the shows better i mean four yeah. mics a week like i would imagine when, need practice like when tyler and them started or whatever there's it two like, mics a week right not even dairy land and then cimarron on sunday nights or something yeah like that. yeah that was even that was even like uh i would say later when those guys started at first it was comedy so, quarter was yeah. like well, the attic didn't oh, yeah, start until yeah. after the Cimarron already even shut down. Yeah, gotcha. right. Okay. No, it's Cimarron and Attic were going at the same time for okay. a while. I guess, but it, yeah, but not for a ton. But of the, time. No. The, the quality of show that comes from a scene that only has one to two mics to work your act, right. mm-hmm. like you have to really dig. Like credit to those guys for digging out and acting that because mm-hmm. you just don't have. There's not enough time to get it. You're like to get a new joke, you might need the whole week to work on it and then mm-hmm. feel okay about bringing it to a paid show. Whereas like we've been afforded the luxury of having Monday, Tuesday, two Wednesdays, and a Thursday at right. times. Like right, exactly. you can get better really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And the shows don't if you apply then. yourself. Yeah. If you apply yourself, the the tools are all there. Like there's no longer yeah. you're no longer hampered by circumstance. You're hampered by your own uh, mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> yeah. willingness to do it. But the shows get better. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to a, a bar that's not willing to pay for the comics because it's the same four guys. Yeah. There are eight nine showcases on any given time where you could like go and do it. And I that's that's it's I feel the like same it's amount of showcases that have formed in the last couple of years. And, and it's, it's cool because so cool everyone see. is a diff- different lineup. Hundred percent different lineup, yeah. different vibe. But people are willing to pay, which means the quality's gone up. Like, oh, people yeah. are like, oh, I will spend ten bucks. Yeah, like, that's there's actually a, that's not a, that's a fair amount of money because then you get two drinks too, and suddenly right? it's like thirty yeah. bucks. It, and it's yeah, the, there's genuine interest and in, and in people want to hear 
live comedy. Right. Uh, even if it's people they've never heard of before, people like right. it. Comedy's going through like, and it has been for the last couple years, and maybe almost the last decade or so, uh, of like a big kind of a boom. People yeah, like yeah, comedy. Yeah, and that goes um, up and down. It always has. Yeah, for sure, and it always will. And uh, I just hope I I can ride the wave. I always compared it to, and I noticed that it's not necessarily true. And not to get political or anything, but I've noticed some of the the times that comedy is done a lot better is when there is a Republican in office. A I don't know, a lot I don't to know laugh about. why well, that is. You know what I mean? Like it just seems to it kind of followed that trend. If you look at like when uh, Bush junior was president and all that like well you get them <coughs> i, I, I would Democrats imagine are boring. there's more brazen characters that will come out of the woodwork you're always yes. going to have the people who have yeah, already been doing, really doing it well we'll do it but you'll get an influx of suddenly 15 very opinionated rednecks or 15 yeah. very opinionated people who are like i'm gonna go ahead and share this and regardless of how you feel about it the comedy will wash out comedy's gonna wash out what's gonna wash out but yeah. sometimes volume is all you need you need 15 new comics who want to book a room because then they go hey ross will you come close it out jim will you come close it out and then you're getting more opportunities and the cream will always rise to the top it's just a matter of when and where kind of thing but like yeah. I, I genuinely feel like to the Republican point, you just get people who like, oh, I can say this wild shit and not get in trouble. Why not? Like, yeah, I'll come yep. and and honestly, you should trust what he's saying because if anyone knows about cream, it's, it's me. Oh uh, boy, oh boy, do I? <laughs> Fuck you, Jim. This <laughs> is <laughs> such a shot. Everyone should know that me and Hayden are really good friends. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It probably seems very adversarial. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jim and I, I, I've been looking for an, uh, an in on Jim the entire episode, and I just can't. <laughs> I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna before the end of this episode, I will slam dunk him. <laughs> It'll just end. He can't find a good comeback, so he's just gonna punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the audio crash and me just running yeah. up the stairs. But yeah, to people that don't know us, uh, it for sure just sounds like I am just bullying you. <laughs> no, <laughs> which no, I am. Which well, honestly, yeah, but yeah, but it's fine. But you know, yeah. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. I, can handle I think it. people have, that have come to the attic actually and listen to us at the bar talking ahead of time. I've had a handful of my friends that have come and said we love just sitting there listening yeah. to you guys shooting the shit ahead of like it's a form up. of camaraderie you know yeah. oh yeah um, it's totally. kinda, it's, it's i only talk shit about the people i truly like I, yes. I, there's a difference between like talking shit and like shit talking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, right right and they all they it, to the uh, to like the per the untrained ear they could almost sound exactly the same right. well yeah if you're sitting at a bar and then i walk in the attic and eight people call me a fat hack like within 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> oh, right. there's probably some thoughts that are had but like you yeah. know but you can t- you can try to but there's usually a smile acquaintance like we're having fun yeah yeah as a teardrop rolls down hayden's side no, I don't, no, I don't, no, <laughs> but it, no. it's a happy tear don't let it's it a happy tear. <laughs> i am happy friends. about how good people accept are. me yeah they love no, me it's, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think there is a lot of that though we do it's a fun scene we got oh, going yeah. and i think that we do razz each other but at the end of the day i think we do pick each other up too when it needs mm-hmm. to when it needs to happen, because I, I I know every single one of us has had those shows. Except like I I really like cutting Jack down after he's had a bad set, but mostly like I try to like I, I don't know why that where that came from. I remember like I one time we we uh we we did a, this uh, Luxembourg show and um, he had gone into his uh, his his book about his struggle, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And I love that bit of his. I'm not it's gonna great. yeah, but uh, it does not always float. Well, with it's a ru- it's a, that one depends on the room, and it's yeah. tough to figure out which room is it going to go in. You got to you got to understand that reference yes. to really get the joke. Yes, and yes. I, I, I laughed. Do not get it hysterically as he bombed. 
<laughs> he said he said all I could hear was you laughing. <laughs> and I felt so good about that. And I it wasn't it wasn't me like trying to it was legitimately like I was laughing like in nervousness about the situation. That well, yeah. Was well, also, it's your I'm buddy. Like, yeah, yeah, it's right, fun to yeah. watch your buddies like in that sense where they're like trying a bit you know works in a lot yeah. of places and well, it's failing you. And I think if failing. you look at it too like uh that moment will stick out in his mind too yes. and it's it's kind of a healthy way to to keep each other in check, yep. you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like um, remind each other we're not. Like, hey, yeah, have, we're, not we're not pros. When you <laughs> have <laughs> bold egos and personalities, yeah. and um, you know, just people willing to say whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's easy sometimes to, you know, uh, cross the line a little bit and then be like, "Fuck, maybe I shouldn't have said that." But it's always easier when somebody's there to call you on it and make it a joke, and then you can all brush it under the rug yeah. and move on. You or know? Or you get like uh, what happens with uh, Jim and Jack when you start doing um, English uh, accents. Right. It. <laughs> right. Hello. But, so we had uh, a little fun story about that. We were at um, the Bass <laughs> oh, yeah. Was and uh, it was it was. Oh, yeah, I heard you guys got borderline racist. <laughs> it was more yeah. like culturist. Was, what is it? I'm, I'm fucking Irish. I just culturally yeah, insensitive. It was you, there, there, bingo. They were racist. Yeah. Oh it yeah, very insensitive <laughs> culturally. Hayden, Hayden and I stepped off to the side I while it was happening. It. <laughs> Secondhand awkwardness. Like, we don't know these. I will. Okay, so essentially, it was funny though. You guys just step over and start talking in a strong way. <laughs> well, okay. So at at the attic, we, you know, yeah. Before the mic starts, usually about an hour beforehand, everyone just kind of <laughs> talking trash. And for whatever reason, me and Jack were feeling a little punch drunk one day and just started doing horrible Cockney British accents. Uh, <laughs> Truly saying, abhorrent. Like, like, like oh, not uh, and or my favorite phrase, pop a fag in me mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you love it because oh, no. they call cigarettes fags, yep. and I think that's very funny um, for uh, no obvious reason. And we we were just doing this at ambassadors because we had a few drinks, and unbeknownst to us, there was an entire group of English people uh, that thought we knew they were English yeah. and were directly making oh, fun no. of them. Bad bad situation yeah. and circumstance. Yeah. And unfortunately, I did. One of the guys was leaving, and he said something to me, and I really didn't know what it was but did I it clockwork him. orange you guys in the alleyway <laughs> no I I, lo I looked him in the face and I said are you going outside to put a fag in your mouth <laughs> and uh I and he said he uh, no you're not coming with me yeah 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 hit him back he dunked yeah. on him and then he left. did and I loved it but I thought I thought we were just having fun because <laughs> I was like oh he ran me back we're having no, fun he thought oh, he was gonna no. get beat up in Hicktown Appleton that's like those people when they visit they go this is not real life yeah no comics aren't violent and Appleton's our progressive center of, of culture around yeah, here. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, Ross, you found them later, and you tried I to tell actually, them that we I, weren't I, making I, fun I, of them. I tried to talk it over with them after, and yeah. they were pretty cool about it. It's I sang in one of our American, uh, all American songs. Did you karaoke. do it in that character of yours? No, Johnny America. Yeah, yeah. that would have been great. Um, no, no, <laughs> I, I sang them uh, uh, Country Roads. Um, That's what you did to yes. make the situation yes. better. They loved it though. <laughs> I'm an American. <laughs> Ross, what, can you imagine if he did it in the moment? Like there's like a tense thing. <laughs> Country <laughs> roads, take me home. <laughs> Everyone goes, what any, the fuck? Any way to break the tension? <laughs> what about that guy? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's just Ross. <laughs> I don't know, I heard he's he not like tension. College. He's not being like, yeah, that guy. 
he came into clown college. <laughs> <laughs> Graduated. Graduated from clown college. Top of his clown okay, class. Magna, magna clown latte. No, I, well, I, yes. No, you're, you're just the class clown. <laughs> That's the award at the filing. Yeah, and, and this year's class clown. Rasa. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone honks their noses instead yeah. of claps. <laughs> they throw their nose in the air at the end. <laughs> they their little water Ross, you're getting buried, dude. It's, it's swing. It, you <laughs> know them clapping. And and none of this is false, honestly. Like <laughs> pretty much exactly how it went. Ross, down. can like, you like, tell like, me what the people look like in clown class, please? Um, it was. What was the age range? Median age and weight. And look. Okay, so weight. like it started no, out with fat. like middle schoolers. <laughs> Through, Sorry. Through, through it was like, school. did you go to magic camp? Were you an adult when you went? No. <laughs> you all the kids are in Destin. Ross sitting there in a He's like fucking like, Adam I, Sandler. I <laughs> Billy yeah. Madison. He goes, first day? They go, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ross. Continue. No, and uh, I, it, yeah, it was actually... Material, uh, <laughs> it, I definitely... Um, I want to delve into that more in my material, talking mm-hmm. about you going to clown, because I think there's yeah. a lot there. That's a gold mine. And it is. There really is. Yeah. And uh, actually, I can make... One of the things I did early on at one of the open mics, uh, Cimarron, was um, I got up and was talking about, like, the history of clowns, the different, like, um, levels of clowns, kind of like I did in the last uh, episode, or the first half of this episode. And uh, I really, as I was doing that, I made what they thought was going to be, like, a dog, and I made a a hat with a cock coming off of it. (laughs) And, like, so I get done, it's like a pink balloon, and I draw, like, the pubic hairs on there, and I put it on their head, and you're like, this is all I know how to do. Like, that's... <laughs> I so only like, learned like, one thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I learned cock hat. I'm, I'm, like, I'm a bad clown. I'm a clown, but I'm not very good. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not bozo level, but I'm not quite <laughs> yeah. street trash clown. But, I, I actually, but at least I'm not a mime. Right? <laughs> Fuck the mimes. Yeah, true. He just said the M word. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk about them fuckers on... No, anyways, uh, I uh, it was funny because I did um, at at Skyline. I wanted to try it out, but just the horrible mime concept, and that's something that I've been sitting on for a while. I think it's funny to just get up and be a mime, but like be saying everything you're doing. So just like, oh, there's a rope on the floor. <laughs> Better pick it up and pull it. That alone you might do it. You, know, oh, you, you tried that uh, like a week or two ago. I hope yeah, you know that's yeah, just that improv funny. is all that is. I think I think you it have was, to pretend you like you have to pretend to be a good mime for like twenty seconds. Yeah. Just go, Oh, what's that? Like, like really obnoxiously. You might do it. I'm in a box. How do I get out of this thing? <laughs> but or I no, mean, like you start doing like the box thing, and then just like you, you're doing it for like 30 seconds, and you just go, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh fuck! No jiggle handle. Oh fuck!" <laughs> is it and then bro- go back to it, quiet. Is there a lock? I don't know. So what are Can your you clown friends gonna over? think about you doing? Mime Wait, stuff? no, hang on, hang on, hang on, uh, hang on. <laughs> we never. What do these people look like in class? You said middle school. Oh schoolers? yeah, you're what avoiding else? it. Do so they it look was, like you? Um, yeah, a lot of them. Do. How old were you when you went? Um, I was in middle school myself. I was okay, in like okay, okay. I want to say sixth or seventh grade. Was there any adults? Um, there were adults teaching. Was there an adult but it was, student? Uh, I don't believe there was, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those of you that can't see, Tommy used one of the uh, the microphone. I did uh, not. I didn't. Fuck you. I was miming being was, a clown. Nice. That's <laughs> how that works. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Ross. I just, I genuinely, like, the, the thought of you being an adult in clown class. I have a picture. Like, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, actually, I went out and, like, uh, picked out the clown outfit and, like, took a picture on my front porch. Mm-hmm. Like, for my, my first, like, gig that I was doing as a clown. And my parents were so proud of me. It was funny. 
So I hey, I got a comedy related question for you guys. You guys want to get back into that? Sure. Let's do it. So a lot of people kind of assume anybody that does something like music, music or comedy automatically is like, man, I'm shooting for the tip top. I'm going to be the world's next best. Uh, what do you guys hope for like with the future of your comedy careers? Um, I mean, I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit in the previous episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I just want to be able to um, not have a day job, sure, and and still make a nice living. So are you? Do you think I want to be a working comic? Do you see yourself doing like other, um, I guess, styles of comedy, like writing, um, whether it be for sitcom or comedy shows or you know whatever it is? Are you are you looking to venture out into uh, different avenues like that? Uh. I I mean I I definitely would I can't say I've ever tried anything um, like formal writing like writing I haven't ever really written sketches or anything I've really just been kind of focused on stand up mm-hmm. um, I mean I probably should focus on other those other things but I feel like you know I'm just trying to get like actual stand up gigs yeah. so I feel like once that's more solidified I can focus on the rest of it sure, that makes um, sense. but yeah as as far as overall goals yeah I just want to be a working comic um, I think that's yeah pay the bills <coughs> doing comedy sure. Be nice to not get on stage. And be like, so I work in an office. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice yeah. to, be like, be nice to yeah. not hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I want it to pay my bills. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to be able to write off uh, the 4K extended edition of Lord of the Rings because I'm writing a bit about it. Bingo. Yeah, that'd be that's, perfect. That's the goal. That's the business. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't afford. I can't justify a hundred and twenty dollar DVD at this point. But I would like to be able to have it be a tax write off. Yeah. <laughs> For material, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'll write the worst joke. You just joke. need a better account. I I'll write a very you. specific lore heavy Lord of the Rings joke <laughs> that no one will ready. like, but I can write it off. Bingo. And I'll put a clip on YouTube solely for the IRS. See, now you're thinking. That's uh, using comedy yeah. advantage. I like yeah, that. Yeah. So I said my, my main, I guess my, I could rephrase it. My main goal with comedy is for it to be a tax haven. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I like that answer. That's maybe one of the best ones I've heard yet. That's not a bad one. For me, it kind of started out as like therapy. I don't know if you guys kind of feel that way too a little bit. Like it, I, I definitely, there's a drive there. I want to be, I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was. You know how it goes. Dun, come up dun, with dun, I feel like I've heard some assholes say that before. <laughs> but yeah, that was actually what I did for Sean's roast. I did a little thing. Oh, about weird. That. That's. But yeah, um, is, that the, is that the asshole? That was yeah, the asshole. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Uh, Segway. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, obviously you wanted to pay the bills, but I think the two. I love writing. Like I like, like I like genuinely love writing sketch shows, shows, movies, little like screen. I like that stuff, but I don't yeah. think that would ever be like the main focus. Genuinely, I don't know. You can call me a hack or a fucking classic like like uh, run of the mill <laughs> comic. I would love to be as funny or as like witty as someone like David Tell, who like yeah maybe they don't do theaters, but oh. they're a fucking killer club Dude. act. Like they walk in there and every comic loves them and idolizes them because they are just so unapologetically like they don't do things because they're told like they do it because they feel in the moment that that's the funniest thing to do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, you have great material and they're great joke writers, but they're also like fearless to the point where they're like, it doesn't matter that I've written it or I maybe I'm feeling the room out. I'm gonna go for what I think is yeah, funny. Yeah. And Stan that's like that way too. You can. So- it's you like can feel that bravery the on roots screen. of comedy, right? Yeah, like, and that's I think you see that too in in music and um, acts that that don't necessarily become mainstream. They 
they get big by creating their own platforms yeah. for that. Yeah. They just they just stay the course and they do like what they think they don't negotiate anything besides what they think is the yeah. right thing to do in the moment cuz that's kind of comedy. Like yeah, you got to play the game a bit, but at the end of the day people buy you for your material. So if you just end up sounding like everyone else, then what the fuck? So right. I don't want to do David Tell's material, but I just every time I watch him do it, I go I love the way he works. Like he just is like just has a way of working the crowd and just in the moment and saying the right things. Well, and you know, I mean, in a sense, it's it's um, there's always parameters or uh, roadblocks, but it's all in how you package and sell it to the audience, right? So, I mean, you know, if it, you can make things work that shouldn't typically work, right? If you can package and sell them to them, you know, and also if you, they can tell that you're having fun, they won't. That's yeah. one of the things I like about it is like you can genuinely tell comics like him are having a fucking blast because yeah. it's not like they're doing new stuff or they're tra- they're taking risks. Like I think the most fun I've ever had at Skyline is when I'm doing something completely brand new or like on the spot. I love doing my material. Don't get me wrong, I get like a 99% satisfaction. But the times I've been like platinum happy is when I'm like just writing something before I get on stage. And I'm like I think that's gonna be silly and stupid and it makes me laugh. And then they laugh because they see you're having a good time and you're not nervous. You're just enjoying. You're in the moment. Yeah. I mean that was like, the whole being present thing and i think he does that and then from the other aspect i would love to have a very funny podcast like tim dylan is my idol in terms of hilarious commentary on shit that shouldn't be funny the ability to turn a phrase well read can like make an hour last but you don't even feel like it because they're just bits that jump to jump so if i could get paid to podcast and do comedy forever and be as like unapologetically like myself as they are that would be successful well i I mean podcasting is uh like a legitimate avenue for comics to make a like a steady living yes you find your crowd and they're willing to pay to be a part of it like yeah because it's it's like an animal it's like a snake that's eating itself or feeding itself or whatever i I don't think that analogy makes sense but you understand what i'm trying to say i get 100 percent. yeah yeah because like you yeah you have a loyal podcast following and you get ad revenue through that or or they they will buy all your tickets or to watch like little clips right like they pay to have access but but then you come they're their paying town at a, at a and they nom- buy a yeah, they're paying at a nominal amount, like two ninety nine a month, but you get a thousand people who like your stuff at right. two dollars a month. Yeah. Holy shit, that's two thousand dollars you didn't have just to do what you were gonna do anyway. They right. just appreciate it and they're willing to pay for well, it. Well, not only that, you're creating another outlet for you to to put out your personality 100%. and your brand, you know. Stuff that can't go on stand up, but you're like, man, that would be really funny. Like we use our Patreon for the catch up for like we do like stupid reviews of stuff or like we film a skit and put it out. It's like, yeah, there's no other really great place for it, but yeah. I want to do it. It's not quite stand up, it's not quite podcast. It lives somewhere and you like why not at least yeah. get it out, you know, in the open. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's um you know, that's along the lines of what we hear from uh, other artists, you know. Uh, yeah. Just uh, creating enough to uh, to get by, you know, yeah. uh, and keeping keeping that reality in scope. So uh, I guess my question is, um, because we, we're quite focal on all types of arts, what are some things that you guys have found yourself doing artistically beyond, like, writing dick and fart jokes? Stuff that maybe you can apply to your craft. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd like to bass, think that right? farts are truly my muse. That's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I mean, I work a full-time job and then I, I am either writing or doing stand-up in most of my free time. Uh, so developing another art form is something I have no time for. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to learn Latin right now. God damn. 
Yeah, because I be suave, huh? Because again, as we said in, in the previous episode, I love useless things. Yeah, yeah sure. you're like, I just want that. That's the skill. Yeah, I want to add to my history of. degree There's and be like, hey, are you? Are you? You're learning a new language. What is it? Spanish? Like, no, it's a language no one speaks oh, yeah, anymore. It's, <laughs> it's an ancient language. Mm-hmm. It's a written only language. Yeah. There was uh, actually, I, I know one thing in Latin, and uh, my my buddy who took Latin for a long time taught me this. Uh, Werbum tu amater. What does that mean? Word to your mother. Gang, gang. Right. That's, yeah, that's where we end <laughs> this one, folks. Hey, we don't even God. need your response. Yeah, to that. yeah I don't know. I should leave that, leave that be. I don't yeah, even know. I didn't that's know what to do. drop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I mean, I do. I read a lot. Uh, I try to read a, a good. And I usually read a little bit before what I go do you to like bed. To read. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm burning through Lord of Anime. the Rings right now. Generally, like a lot of Lord of the Rings references pictures. getting dropped by me today. <laughs> but yeah, it's for a reason. It's heavy on the brain. Yeah, I'm, I'm. It's funny. The last three podcasts we've talked about anime, picture books. And reading without reading words. Yeah. So that's. Well, yeah, and I, I, I watch a lot of uh, like history documentaries and stuff like that. You're a well-read gentleman. Uh, somewhat. I like it. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I went to a liberal arts college. Uh, oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> it comes <laughs> off in the Bernie everything about me. <laughs> yeah. Just in the way you walk, I yeah, noticed, no, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I don't know. I play guitar here and there. I just walk like yeah. a Democrat. That's fun. Yeah, you <laughs> oh, do. Yeah. It's a little bounce in your step. It's like, <laughs> hey, no one can touch me. Ooh, the world could be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what's going on in Ukraine? Not my problem. <laughs> oh, no. I'm but with my car's a hybrid. <laughs> Oh my God! Gas is what? I drive a Prius. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter to me. I don't know. I I like to I like to video edit. I love to like. I, I'm I, the same way. I it's freelance fun. on that. Like I like people because yep. like, I genuinely enjoy like all sorts. I'll, I'll do a corporate video. I don't care because yeah. I like doing like Safety the music video. and the sound and like how that all changes. I like that stuff. And then uh, like logo design. Like I really like graphic design. I'm same same here, yeah. man. I did a lot of I did a lot of graphic design. I actually had a little business called uh, Huff and Puff Graphics. Fucking, that was fucking a little classic. LLC. I love it. Like, yeah, before classic. I got into comedy, I was like my searching for something, you know? Like, I needed like stretch my artistic legs out. But then I met up with this guy and decided we were going to jam out a little bit. Yeah, all like, hey, Cimarron's huh? got an open mic. Uh, yeah, that one night that we the rest jammed it didn't work out. Yeah. This dude's trying to play like Tool and. Yeah. Ross is trying to play like me first in the gimme gimmies. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to play. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it, it's, I mean, it's, it's funny you talk about like comedy and art because comedy is like one of those weird things that like it's an art form that a lot, most people would not call art. Yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah. Cause like music is, uh, and painting, uh, are, uh, obvious poetry whatever everyone is in agreement that is art right uh and i in it, it so it's like i wouldn't necessarily i mean i i do consider stand-up an art form but i have a hard time calling myself an artist yeah yeah i think a lot of comics that we've heard from uh echo that statement very closely um you know and i think i have a strong theater background um so obviously you know um the comedy and tragedy mask is representative of theater. But if you go back to like uh, King's Courts and like the jesters and what they had to do, I mean, you had to entertain somebody for your life, literally. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, um, and, Be and, funny. Yeah. I, I actually, I got a, I got a good jester story. Yeah, go for uh, it. It, it. This is where the history degree comes in handy. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, let's have it. Uh, th- I can't remember who, I think it was a king of France, like somewhere in the Middle Ages, and he was like noted as like one of the best gestures of his time period and he he eventually made a joke about the king that w- crossed the line like he publicly humiliated the king in front of the whole court and the, but he loved this gesture so much uh that uh he said uh i'm going to have to kill you but 
you get you get to choose how you get to die. And he said, uh, uh, well, if I have the choice, I'd prefer to die com- of, of old age in my own bed. And he's like, you know what? Fucking respect. Wow. And then he exiled him. That's a genius wow, move. That's, that's a that's an uh, so talk about move. being present. That guy was like, "Well, this is probably not the smart answer, but fuck, is it but funny?" Hey, but hey, and God bless that king. Also, it was like, "Hey, you know what? I don't like it, but well played, God, give it to him. You yeah. son of a bitch." All right, that's <laughs> I, I think I not to get like, but I think like you respect stand up more as an art when you when you're doing it because you're like, "Oh, that's someone really good." Like they've learned the art. Like yeah. everybody's got their own take on it, but there are certain principles of like painting. There's certain principles of music. There's like a rhythm or something. You like you have to abide by at least like the basis of laws of it. And when someone's doing it so well, you're like, "That's art." Like they're killing it. Like sure. it seems so flawless and easy. And yeah, they're putting their creative spin on it, but they're doing all the things right that everybody should do. And you're like, "That's art." Like that's yeah. that's a skill. That's an applied something. Like you had to take time and hours to learn. And I like can, a, I can definitely can agree and attest to that. Uh, like I said, having my theater background, uh, I've never actually really gotten like into doing stand-up comedy, but I've been on stage. I've you know worked with comedic timing. I've done improv. Uh, I did stuff at Second City for a while. You know, so um, there's a lot of things I think that run parallel with doing stand-up that you learn to appreciate uh, how stand-up is an art form. You know. And I, like I said, even going back to the, the, the form of the jester, like uh, just the, I mean, it's not easy to just stand there with a microphone and entertain somebody. Yeah, make yeah. words. Uh, and, you. you know, every once in a while, maybe you get a win. But but if you stay, if you work on what you're going up there with and, and, and uh, increase your tools, um, then it becomes an art form. You mm-hmm. become, you're developing those things to... Uh, to put on a quality show, right? Well, you get so good at the basics that doing the art is easy. Like, you, right, like yeah. you can use any brush sure. in the fucking building, but what you paint becomes so much better because you've learned all that stuff. That's yeah. why when you see masters of like anything on or stand up go on stage, you're like, oh, they make it look so easy. It's like, yeah, because they've done this a billion sure, times. Right. So they can do a whole new joke on the fly because they understand how to build one so well, fast. And I think, uh, one of my primary rules in life is the best way to learn how to do things is to first learn how to not do things. You know, so you you bomb however many times you choke, and you're learning how to not do it, and and you take those that information that you gather from those experiences, and eventually come back and you start to turn turn the tables and go the direction you want, you know, and from that point, like you said, it's uh, it's how much you want to invest in in yourself to how how far you want to go with it, and I think that's legit. That's legit. Uh, parallel to what an art form is. No, that's an art. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, oh, I think where it gets muddied because, like, you know, at the same open mic, you can see somebody that's like really trying to do some cool <laughs> shit, and then that, and then right behind them will be somebody that's just like, just basically, just or like being like vaguely racist. Yeah, uh, they don't, but they don't have. Like, yeah, you can, you can almost feel the not serious. And 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 to the untrained like eye or ear, like. Those people are you. You would say like those people are both doing comedy, but right. and technically that's true. Yeah, there's a generalization. They're doing the but like the same as like yeah, like you could watch Jimi Hendrix and then me that does not know how to play the guitar. Like we are technically both You're both playing, playing music. music and playing the guitar. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just one of them is an artist and one right. of them is not. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And I I use a uh, an analogy or uh, I guess an example of like a certain point in my career going from being a hobbyist to a musician. You know, and I think that's. From when I stopped 
picking up my guitar every once in a while and like dabbling here and there to applying myself to writing my own original stuff and developing that through and and being able to package that as a song and say that you know so i think that that yeah you're right in that sense for sure but um i don't know i think a lot of people can kind of tell who puts the work in and who doesn't though you know beyond an open mic if you're at like a sh- like well even at an open mic you can kind of tell like right. do they just they carry themselves different but to jim's point sometimes it is tough to tell like if you're trying something brand mm-hmm. new and then the guy behind you is trying his a tested a plus racist right. material you're like okay well i guess that might have been funnier in the moment and yeah. you don't get that thing but if you come to two three open mics you can see who like not the pros but like the guys who are actually like genuinely doing it putting the way the like work. Yeah, yeah yeah there's a there's a way to there's tell some that. that put in the work <laughs> and then there's some that ride their coattails i yeah. think that's I think that goes with a lot of different art forms. Oh, it's any art. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, anything that you guys got coming up or any social media that you want to get out there? Sure. Um, Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Dingleberry. That is all one word. Uh, (laughs) That is my username. Uh, And uh, I am JimBerry-Comedy on Facebook. I'm Thank not gonna you. lie. I'm a little bit surprised nobody had that before you. I it is literally untaken on almost every platform. <laughs> if you get killed by a Jim Dingleberry in Call of Duty, it's me. <laughs> uh, Suck it, losers! I have literally had that username. <laughs> My boy out here crushing. <laughs> I, I have literally been had that username on just about every single platform for I don't know about the last ten years or so. Good I've had you. the monopoly on Jim Dingleberry, yeah. and I refuse to let it go. Uh, yeah, so you can find me on all that stuff. I, I'm doing shows all over the uh, the Wisconsin area. Um, so when uh, do we get to look forward to you being out of here? Uh, I am moving in the beginning of May. Okay, uh, but right. I, I I I will. I'm sure I will be back for yeah. shows and whatnot. Uh, yeah, very uh, cool. Yeah, man. you know, I'm still gonna be uh, coming back up to Wisconsin for sure. So. Come yeah. up here and lick your wounds every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad it's down so there. <laughs> They're so mean. They call me fat now. I am a hack. No, I'll just I'll just get you to open for me and then they're like, oh, oh you know what, Jim, you are skinny. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. All right, how about you, man? Uh HaydenFcomedy.com is my website. It is somewhat managed and it looks good i would say it's one of the few things i'm proud of that i've created hayden cool. f comedy on all other social medias because frederickson's too hard to spell so don't judge me chumming it up podcast the tuesday catch-up podcast and uh yeah i'm also performing sometimes around wisconsin where can you find those podcasts apple spotify soundcloud anywhere you get your podcast you could find us very on cool there. Yeah. and then uh just another quick shout out or pitch to your Barrel 41, right? Oh, yeah. Barrel 41. April 9th. www.barrel41.com slash shop. Go How get your tickets. Through that? It'll be very fun. Yeah, I, thought was, I was like, <laughs> how many W's did I say? Yeah, that. Barrel 41. Good comedy shows. Fun times there. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I guess real quick, something I forgot. I, I run a, a monthly open mic, uh, second Tuesday of every month at the Lyric Room in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So one more of those. Well, I got well. Yeah, one more of those, and we'll have to figure out another host. But uh, I will make sure it doesn't die on my watch. Yeah, very cool. Hey, Jim. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, no, I, I'll. Um, wouldn't that be like so crazy? Yeah, no, I, I just gotta you look through my list like and find some <laughs> good comics. Your lexicon of how many? <laughs> you know, really? Jim, I just like to throw my hat in the ring for that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. actually, you know, yeah. Are you free usually? Uh, yeah, right. Tuesdays are yeah, great. No, for me. I don't really have any other good options. Well, hey, uh, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, this yeah, is fucking sweet. Up, this uh, is a great I time. just like to thank you guys. It's been really refreshing to have uh, just an in- insight to the growth of the comedy scene and, and what it actually is becoming around here. I think a lot of people are going to find that interesting and appreciate the conversation. It's been a pleasure getting to know you guys. Yeah, yeah you guys are definitely likewise. two of the two of the ones that are working damn hard around here, and I I think that it's it shows by, by your guys' comedy. Thanks, so thank Ross. you. Th- yeah, I... Even after all you fuckers said about me, I'm still. <laughs> we did, I, and I feel. And bad. it all comes. It all comes and, out I, and I'll feel worse about it later when yeah. I replay this all in my right, head. Right, but right, right, right now, oh. it was funny. I won't. I'm gonna yeah, feel just. I'm gonna feel exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, no, it all comes from love, and uh, yeah. yeah, no, I definitely appreciate you both having us on here, and this, yeah. it's been an absolute. Pleasure. No such thing as art. Is that? Yep. No, no such, such thing, thing as, as art. art. Yes, sir. See you guys later. Later. Goodbye. All right, you want to do the song or what? Ba da ba da. Ba da ba da. No such thing as art.